Hello everyone and welcome to a new podcast of Johnson Insight. Today, Ayaz and I will receive Diana von Erdin, Project Portfolio Manager at Scania Benelux. After studying management and being a PMO for different sectors, such as automobile, IT and humanitarian project, she will join us to talk about the PMO world and give some strength to the women out there. Stay with us and get inspired. Thank you very much for being with us here today, Diana. Thank you, it's my pleasure. Thank you for inviting. Would you like to introduce yourself just a little bit? So I'm Diana van Heerden. I'm working in uh, uh, project portfolio management and um, I actually worked in uh, different companies in the maritime industry and in automotive, in IT and also non-profit sector with all different kinds of projects. And at this moment, I'm working as the project portfolio manager at Scania Benelux. Excellent. Thank you so much. Do you want to just give us a little bit of an idea of what uh, your job really consists of at your company? So basically what I'm doing is I'm de developing and uh, supporting a professional project portfolio management organization, which is helping and supporting our company uh, to successfully deliver strategic project, uh, projects uh, contributing to the realization of our strategic company uh, goals and targets. So if you look in terms of um, project management is more running a project in the right way in order to achieve the specific goals at specific time and cost and quality. And if we're talking about the project portfolio, this is more running the right mix of the project. So running the right uh, project portfolio, which is in line with the right priorities for fast achievement of the Scania Benelux strategic goals. So what I'm doing mostly is like I'm collaborating with stakeholders to ensure that the project goals are, and objectives are clear. So tracking, reviewing and managing uh, the oversight of different projects and providing the visibility into the, their statuses and also uh, different details to different stakeholders in order to identify what are the risk areas, what are the deviations, but also where the opportunities in order to maximize them so that to create the early warning system and to make sure that they're all uh, coming back on track. And uh, of course, to uh, stimulate and uh, to promote and uh, adhering to the project management methodology and the tools which we're using. And also uh, to develop and maintain the standardized project portfolio management processes and also to do the improvements when it's needed. What are the necessary qualities to give the best of your Well, of course, it's very important to know the properly the project management uh, area. Then there are different knowledge areas in project management uh, discipline, like scope management, time management, uh, risk management, change management. So there are many different areas. Of course, you have to know very well what is the proper project management process, procedures, the tools. And uh, next to that, of course, you need to know and just understand what is the project uh, portfolio management discipline is about. And uh, these are the basic, uh, the fundamentals three, I would say. But next to that, of course, it's very much important to understand what is the business is about and what is the business perspective. Because if you're doing different projects running in a company, you need to make sure that you're understanding what are the issues. And for this, of course, it helps the analytical thinking. 
because if you're analyzing and synthesizing the information, which is a getting, getting from different uh, portfolio uh, project items, you can understand what are the issues they are facing, but also you can identify what are the options and maybe what kind of support or decision needs to be made in order to uh, promote and stimulate and support them coming on time and reaching their target. Also, what I believe is very important is the good communication skills because you need to uh, listen very well <laughs> because uh, there can be some different valuable inputs and pieces of information which you can also use for your decision making but also to communicate you need to communicate openly but also uh, in a respectfully way so that because you have different kinds of audiences and sometimes you might also end up in difficult situations so it means the good communication skills which is uh, building the trust, promoting dialogue, and also uh, able to build a consensus is a key ingredient into this one. And uh, also, I would say that it's very important to have a very good uh, initiative self-starter uh, skill, so to say, to be a little engine so that uh, to be able to energize as yourself, also people around you, the project managers, the project stakeholders. And uh, uh, you need to deal with different situations and issues, and you don't need to be reactive, but more proactive and persistent and uh, to seize the opportunities which are, which are arising. And we shouldn't also forget that when we're talking about the project uh, portfolio management and the PMO, this is also about leading a change because you need to recognize the need for the change. You need to be open for the new ideas and methods but also you need to be able to promote, to champion this transformation and to bring it up into the organization. And so that to make sure that you're implementing and all others are accepting it. And at the end of the day, if you look what the project, it's about delivering something on time. So it means that you need to make sure that you are also uh, being very result oriented because you need to be able to demonstrate, but also to coach people to show them how to be more result oriented to different project management. And there should be a willingness and ambition in order to achieve these results and also to meet these objectives and uh, response proactively. Because if you don't do that in the end, if you're in a reactive mode, you will come with the projects which are late or maybe out of scope or maybe above the budget or maybe the quality is suffering. So you really need from the beginning to define and to be very determined to make sure that you're driving project to achieve to the right results. And on a portfolio level, this is the same valid because we need to deliver something which is supporting the strategic goals. And did you knew during your yeah. study that you would like to be a PMO? Actually, no, I had no idea what is the PMO during my study. And uh, when I was small, actually, I always wanted to be a teacher. I am a youngest child in a family, so I have inherited all the dolls from my uh, elder sister. So in the end, I ended up having 13 dolls. And of course, when I was small, I didn't want to uh, play only with one of them because I thought that others would be offended that I'm not playing with them. So in the end, I ended up putting all my 13 dolls on different chairs and the sofas, and I was taking a piece of chalk and uh, using on our furniture, playing that I was a teacher and they were the audience and I was teaching them something. So actually, my dream was very much, and I was sure 100% that I would be the teacher. So, and uh, I grew up, I became a PMO, I started working in a PMO, but nevertheless, the elements of teaching and coaching and guiding, so somehow is also ended up because besides, of course, uh, let's say introducing the tools 
and the processes, you need also to guide people and to coach them. So from this element, the teaching element is still present. So partially my child dream came true. The only thing is like, until I ended up in this world, I didn't know that I would be there. <laughs> See you more. What are some of the things about being a PMO that you enjoy the most? It's very wonderful to see when you're running different projects and when they're coming to the end, this feeling of the achievement, you know, that you passed a certain milestones. It's some kind of a, a feeling that you can have a closure, you know, and then you can go to the next one. And sometimes they look at the projects like a babies, you know, they see from the beginning, from the cradle to the grave, from the moment before even they started, from the point when they said just an idea. It could be a good idea, it could be a very um, raw idea, vague idea, and then you're kind of trying to help organization to structure it and to, to concretize it. And then actually you can see that how it's uh, being uh, created as a proposal and certain point it's being approved and I'm looking at it like at a birth certificate, you know, of a project, that's even like how I call it. And in the end it goes further and further and further. And then uh, it goes through different development uh, stages and the maturity and in the end it's a ready product. And it gives a very good uh, feeling when it's in the end, it's finished and it's, you can celebrate the success. Have you noticed any changes in the PMA profession during your time working as one? Well, um, definitely the, the company is also um, getting more understanding about this. And also when I was starting in the beginning, the maturity level was quite low. So from this point of view, of course, there was also more resistance and less understanding of what it should be. And that's why in the beginning, in 2000, when you were starting in those years, it was still a known area. So these days, most of the companies do have a PMO and most of the companies, they understand what is the, uh, let's say, towards which maturity level they would like to grow. And it's not only about the project, but it's also about the right mix of the projects and so linking to the strategy. So this is definitely positive developments, which you can see. And uh, I think it's uh, also very much contributing to the benefits of the companies. So to my mind, I tend to think that the word of trucks, car and everything is quite masculine. Have you ever faced pitfalls as a woman in this sector? Well, um, it depends how you position yourself. Of course, it's uh, when you're coming as a woman into the um, sector, like a masculine or which is like could be automobile, it could be uh, maritime, it could be uh, IT or whatsoever. You are being judged based on your knowledge of the level of the expertise, how much you can bring in, how much you can contribute, how much you can give the value. And I think what is important is indeed how you position yourself. And if you want, uh, if you know what you're talking about and if you're eager to learn, and to go to the next level by creating and combining and sharing your experience with the inputs which you're getting. So I'm quite open-minded person. And actually, whenever I'm coming into any industry, I'm trying to understand what is the product is about and what kind of systems we're using. And I'm open to asking questions. And I don't mind, yes, the, in the beginning when you're coming, you don't know anything. And I think if you are doing this and you are learning and you're trying your best to do it, and also you're giving back uh, your expertise area combined with this, then it becomes very valuable. So from that point of view, this is the way how you can actually leverage this. And it's very much about how you position yourself, because I think you can come also into the very uh, feminine sector. And still, if you don't position yourself right, <laughs> you would suffer there too. 
And why did you decide to work in like this field, automobile, marine, why? I think, uh, uh, well, actually, it's not that it was my specific choice. It's just I'm very much interested in all kinds of projects. And uh, I've been working uh, also in IT sector, but also in uh, humanitarian relief, nonprofit sector, as well as indeed the maritime and automobile. So, but what I do like is uh, these big industrial products, because when you see these big trucks or you see this big, uh, huge uh, ships and that they are being moved by the product, which is like you are linked to development, I think it gives also some feeling that you're being part of something very big and something very special, which is well beyond you and you and beyond you, and that you could contribute to that, to be that, uh, let's say, drop, which build that big thing it gives also certain uh i don't know intrinsic uh satisfaction this wow effect that like wow i could really contribute to something which delivered such a be beautiful big product in the end is there a desire to go back into working in a more international environment yes definitely i feel myself very much like a global citizen actually i feel myself everywhere at home and i do like traveling oh. i do like working in different countries and uh um not not per se that Netherlands is my final destination so <laughs> oh I, that could be that uh, that there could be a next move to another country yes are the way of working different for a PMO for example in Central Asia and in the Netherlands yes of course definitely the culture aspect is always uh, contributing and and uh, it affects the way we communicate it affects the way the hierarchy is built the decision making the way it's being built so and also the same message could be brought up in a little bit different way depending upon uh, what is the uh, country culture but also what is the corporate culture because if you're looking at the same company within different countries, it might also diversify. So based on your stakeholders and what kind of message you would like to bring up, you're just adjusting it. Could you tell us about the project that you're perhaps most proud of today that you've been involved in? Well, I would say that the projects which I've been working when I was working for the humanitarian relief sector, you can see the impact right away. You can really see the change from it at spot and I think this is something uh, very important when you're contributing to improvement of the human life uh, value. I, for, for me, for my heart, this is uh, the projects I, I feel the most warm about and I'm most proud of. Do you ever think maybe you'll go back into working with an NGO or a charity or a humanitarian organization like that? Possibly, possibly. I'm not excluding this. This is something which is very close to my heart. Sorry. Do you have any future projects to tell us about? Future projects? Well, I didn't yet work in the gaming industry, but I'm very much interested about the gaming and animation project, especially that I have uh, my son who is now 11 years old and I see the beautiful programming games he's doing about. And I was just thinking that maybe it would be also good to set up some kind of um, knowledge, because at the end of the day, if you look about the project management, this is the art of getting things done on time, on schedule, on budget, according to the scope defined and according to the quality standards. And um, I'm actually trying now uh, when I'm uh, raising my children also to give them some insights so that they could plan their work, but also their 
daily activities, but also their free activities. And actually, this is a very powerful mindset, which you can give as a gift to your child when they are raising it. It, it helps them also to be self-organized and also more independent. And now if I'm looking at my uh, 11 years old son who is uh, doing the uh, game design and programming, I thought that looks like very interesting, a lot of potential. And I'm just thinking to maybe help to for the children to set up some kind of uh, project, which would be uh, uh, helping to launch their own games, so to say. So, uh... To wrap this up, what advice would you like to give to women that don't really dare to enter sectors where they have work as PMO, like if they don't dare to go in IT or automobile? I would say that uh, don't be afraid. Just do that. Use your uh, women advantages because in every profession, of course, you have sometimes a situation when you need to push. But I think the advantage which women can have is that they can do that in a more diplomatic way. They can do that more soft push because, um, you know, uh, it's in the women nature to know how to avoid the sharp corners and how to present a certain message in such a way that it doesn't turn into the very aggressive confrontation. And you can dim it up and then I call it a soft push. And I think this is a, something which is definitely has more chance for success, especially when you're bringing on the changes and when there is a certain groups which is resisting to that. As a woman, you have more chance maybe even to succeed in, in this. So use it to your own benefit and to your success and don't be afraid. Just be open-minded, eager to learn and just do your best. And then success will be with you. Amazing. Thank you so much for being with us, Diana. It's been really interesting to talk to you. I hope you've had a nice time talking with us. Absolutely. Thank you very much for inviting. Thanks, everyone, for following this podcast. It was a real pleasure to have you and Diana by our side. I hope you got inspired and we will see you for another interview with Patrick Fagan. Thanks everyone for following this podcast. It was a real pleasure to have you and Diana by our side. I hope you got inspired and we will see you for another interview with Patrick Fagan.